When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. (laughs) You are such a dick. Well, press the damn button, You know what? It's so easy for you to say from over there in your sweatpants and your hat and your coronavirus beard you're growing and your whatever in your own home, okay? I'm doing all the button. I'm doing all the button pressing over here. First off. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, okay. Number two. Hey, I can cut you off at any time, Fox. I don't want to uh, uh, belittle the great art of broadcasting by doing it in sweatpants. So even though I'm here in the home studio, I am dressed for work. And it's not a coronavirus beard. It's a quarantine beard. And even I'm not okay with it. It looks bad. I just want to see how bad it's going to look by the time this is all over with. If they're saying another month, I am going to look like Bon Jovi in the 80s, but ZZ Top style beard because it's all growing very, very quickly. So there you go. The struggle is real over here, too. Although I am sorry that you get stuck pushing all the buttons. That sucks. Uh, You've seen Pandemic, right? Uh, Pandemic. No, that's the Netflix. Is this a docu-series or docu-documentary? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, No, I actually have not seen it. I watched Contagion instead, and that was a horrible idea. Oh, yeah, it'll scare the living shit out of you. You don't want to do that. I did it. Uh, The San Francisco doctor featured in Pandemic, Jacob Glanville, he runs the biotech company Distributed Bio, tweeted that the new antibody therapy, which works against coronavirus, blocks the novel coronavirus from infecting human cells. It is now a candidate cure For the deadly virus that has swept across 180 countries and territories. And as of right now, when we're speaking, uh, infected, uh, how many people is it infected? 9,729 in Canada and over 200,000 in America. So now the U.S. military is leading the testing on this cure for coronavirus. That's good. Okay. I'm glad. This is a guy who's qualified to do research and he's working on it and they've done studies in a lab and they say that this, this therapy that they've created blocks the virus from infecting human cells. Okay. Good. The problem is every time something like this comes up, we have to stress there is no known virus or no known cure for this virus because there's way too many people out there. Give those fucking fraudsters credit. I mean, they were right on the ball. They figured as soon as this dropped, here's a good way to scam people. So they're selling home test kits. Listen, there is no home test kit. They're selling these uh, cures that you can get. There is no cure. Stop. And people, stop falling for this shit. Stop thinking, oh, shit. This guy on my Facebook Messenger says he's got a cure for coronavirus. I'm going to buy that. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't give those idiots your credit card information. Like, shit. Now we're just ending up in a worse problem than we had in the first place. Because now not only are we broke, we're like super in debt because you spend thousands of dollars on your home coronavirus test kit. 
I can't believe the shit. I mean, I can though. People are so gullible. People are not very smart. Um, and 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 be, I don't know. I don't even know. I, I tweeted this out, and I also put it on Facebook itself. I got a couple, a few of these yesterday, and over the last few days. Oh, here's this candle. Actually, here I can read out the exact thing that I received via Facebook. Pass this candle on, okay? And it's like a little. A gif of a candle. Pass the candle on. Keep it burning and pray for healing the world from coronavirus and it will heal. Oh, shit. Fuck off. Like, stop. (laughs) Stop doing this on any given day, okay? Stop spamming because that's what you do. That's what you're doing. You're spamming people. You're bullshit. Maybe your Auntie Caroline over in Sudbury really enjoys when you send her that fine send it amongst yourself stop sending it and stop sending it to strangers especially because it's real i'm just going to start calling people out and replying blocking you now have a good life it's stupid stop doing it stop sending your virtual fucking hugs and your candles stop okay i'm done there's way too much of that going on um this this uh self-isolation they're now saying it's probably going to go into the summer Are you good with that? Are you ready to carry on for three more months the way we're carrying on now? Or are we ready to do what needs to be done? I am not good with it by any means. I think that that's very realistic to me that we're going to have to continue this way into the summer. Yes, I think it is going to happen because unfortunately, you know, as the saying goes, a couple of rotten apples can spoil a whole bunch. And unfortunately, that's exactly what's happening. I mean, people are still congregating in groups every now and again. We're still seeing it happening and people are posting unbelievable photos and videos of people doing just that. And until everybody gets the message. And also, I put the onus on the government a little bit too. shut all the shit down. Shut it all down. Because it's community spread too, and people can do their very, very best at going into grocery stores or wherever they have to go, suiting up, gloves on, but nobody's 100% safe from this unless we just shut all the shit down, except for extremely essential things. Really essential things. Apparently, as early as today, maybe tomorrow, they're going to, at the provincial level, announce some amendments to the non-essential list. I have to assume that the premier is going to take some construction off of the essential list. Not all of that needs to be being done right now. Some of it needs to be done, but not all of it does. So I I don't know how they go about specifying, but that's got to come off. Uh, Speaking of Ford, he's really winning this thing. He's looking pretty good at these news conferences. At first, he looked scared as shit. It was like he didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Now, he's looking a little more confident. And, you know... I get that people have their own political ideology. I happen to like the premier, but I knew him long before he was the premier. And the story that came out late last week, somebody phoned into the premier's office and said, we're a company. We've got a supply of N95 masks. We want to donate them. So Ford didn't phone his security detail from the OPP to say, I'm going out. He didn't phone uh, Christine Elliott and say, go get those masks. He didn't, like look for somebody else to do it. He just said, all right, fine, I'll go. So he got in his pickup truck and he drove from Etobicoke where he lives out to Markham and helped them load boxes of these masks into the back of his truck and drove away. Somebody took a picture of that. And then other people thought that the premier deserved credit for it. And I'm talking like Carolyn Mulrooney tweeted it out and a few other ministers Mm -hmm. that how great it was that the premier himself 
who's a local guy, lives in the GTA, just jumped in his truck and went and got the masks and took them out to get distributed rather than go through the bureaucracy. He didn't tell his staff. He didn't take his security detail. Nothing. He just went and did it. Wow. Good. I like people that don't fuck around. If something needs to be done, just do it. But yeah. now a whole bunch of people are accusing him of staging it as a photo op. He didn't do it as a photo oh, op. In man. fact, I'm pretty confident because I know Doug. He doesn't even know how to turn the 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 camera around on his phone. It doesn't matter, man. The, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. You could turn water into wine and whatever, and then people will still have something negative to say. So that doesn't surprise me that people are still trying to claim this, that, and the next thing. Like That's just kind of part of the gig, I think. You know, I firmly believe that in times like this, you really need to get behind your government, and I'm really trying to. I'll give Trudeau all the credit in the world. That fucker is sneaky. He goes out and does those news conferences every morning at 11.15. And it doesn't matter what you ask him. The reporters are trying like crazy to get him to talk about projections. Talk about shutdowns. The Emergency Measures Act. It doesn't matter what you ask or how you sure. ask it. He will find a way to talk about whatever he wants to talk about. It's almost like, I see your lips moving. I don't give a shit what the question is because I've got another point I want to make about something else. It's so true, man. He's like, I'm, I'm going to answer this about the Habs. I'm going to talk about the Montreal Canadiens. Whatever question this is about, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, you might as well. You might as well just talk about nonsense because you're not giving the answers that people want. There are a couple of good things coming out of this, but we'll go back to the federal government in a second because I want to talk about what a fucking idiot our finance minister is. <clears throat> him or his staff i'm not sure who the idiot is but this is the idiot who's going out on tv so we'll talk about that idiot some of the good things that are coming out of this are there was a what was it oh, cbs aired it last night garth brooks and trisha yearwood performing live at their home studio why can't we do every concert like this Rather than us all packing into the Scotiabank Arena <laughs> or or Rogers Center and you've got oh. your arms tucked in and you just paid $18 for a beer and you paid 200 bucks for the ticket and the view sucks and the sound isn't very good. Why don't we just put every concert on TV? Okay. I love I love that we have the option and you make it you make a good point. Now, here's the question. Your favorite artist, uh, I know Garth Brooks is one of them. So, would you pay for it though? Going forward, let's say they're going to change it up every now and again. You pay for it. You don't pay the same price. You don't have to worry about parking and, and driving there and all the other shit you just mentioned, but it's going to cost you uh 7 bucks. You're going to log on, you're going to see a 2-hour concert, nice and, you know, intimate as it gets for a video concert would you do it let me tell you absolutely yes i'm tired of that whole routine but what i think they should do is and this is part of my problem with netflix and the streaming services is you've got to set an appointment if they're going to do a garth and trisha concert great but make it wednesday night at 8 p.m and it's not available on demand afterwards. It's a concert. If you want to see it, you've got to be there at the time. And if you want to see the whole thing, you've got to watch till the end. And then it's just gone. Treat it like an actual event. I don't like streaming services because I like getting my TV in half hour or one hour episodes once a week. I don't trust myself when it comes to binging. So I really make an effort. Like, for example, with Tiger King, which took over the fucking world faster than the pandemic did. With Tiger King, sure, I could sit and watch the entire thing right now. I'd rather watch an episode, maybe wait a day, watch another episode, 
or next week I'll watch another episode. That's just how I grew up with TV and I prefer it that way. I don't want to control my ability to watch a whole season. Like all these people that watch the new season of Ozark in like an afternoon. Why'd you do that to yourself? Space <laughs> it out. Go for a walk. Put something else on. There's, you just ruined the whole series for yourself. So, see, and I can't even relate to that right now. And maybe if, like, if I didn't have kids, I don't know. My husband and I have this conversation every day. Like, if we didn't have kids during this, what would we even do? Because it sounds nice for a day. What you're saying sounds nice for a day. Like, I could sit there and be like, yes, I need a little relaxation. I'm going to binge watch some shitty reality shows on Netflix. And then I'm going to make myself lunch and have a nap. How many days in a row can we do this before we start to go crazy? And that's why I'm so thankful for the good weather. I had someone uh, actually message me because we were actually talking about something else. And maybe we can mention this too, uh, about a guy who was complaining about how his wife was just kind of schlepping around the house and not dressing up for him at all. But if she had gone out to work, gone out to dinner with her friends and things like that, she would have dressed up. But for him, I mean, nothing. So for me to, to hear things like that, I feel like... It, I got a DM about it that made me think about how depressing it can get. So I'm so thankful that we have good weather for the next few days here. And hopefully people do that, Scott. They get up off their ass. Take a walk or even just sit outside on your porch. You don't want to walk? Okay, fine. Whatever. Sit outside on your porch. Open up the fucking windows. It will help with your mental health. And I mean, I agree with you because I think it'd be nice, like I said, for a day. After that, I'd lose my fucking mind. I'd lose my mind. Totally. Um, I just want to go back and give this a plug because it's funny. I didn't know you were a Garth Brooks fan and you didn't know I was a Garth Brooks fan, but we both ended up at a Garth Brooks concert. Yep. <laughs> I didn't even know you had a cowboy hat. I, I have a cowboy hat. I love Garth Brooks. He takes me back to my childhood. I used to listen to country when I was like a little kid when country was good. Oh, shit. She said it. Anyway, so that's that's what kind of made me fall in love with him. So I would go to Garth Brooks is by far the best entertainer in the entire world. You don't have to be a country fan to appreciate his music either. Anyway, I'll just give this a little plug. This was the playlist. We shall be free. That's my The River. They did Landslide. Trisha did that. And I saw my reflection in the snow-covered hills Till the landslide brought me down Wrapped Up in You, If Tomorrow Never Comes, they did Girl Crush, so another cover. Garth did The Dance. Looking back on the memory of the dance we share beneath the stars above and for a moment then there was shallow now you're signing what you're searching for I'm falling and in the good times I find myself alone for change Another cover version that was both of them singing it together to make you feel my love and somewhere over the rainbow. Ten songs. Great special on CBS last night. I'm going to try and find it on demand because I would watch it again. And I don't know. I don't know why I didn't PVR it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about Bill Morneau here or do you want to talk projections, grocery stores, or do you want to talk about the guy in the sweatpants this morning? <laughs> I want to talk about the grocery stores and the sweatpants. Definitely we should mention Bill Morneau, though, because people might be livid with this one. Why don't we start with a thing that is going to piss people off before we get to the other things? 
Okay. Uh, all right. Morneau. Ugh, fuck. Okay. Here's the story. Finance Minister Bill Morneau says the federal government introducing uh, an emergency support like this has never been done in this country. And he's right. This has never been done before. Mm-hmm. The wage subsidies for large and small businesses. This is not the 2000 bucks a month that most people are going to start getting in a couple of weeks. You can't even sign up for that till April 6th, by the way. That boggles my mind. But this is the one for businesses where they're going to cover 75% of wages if the business doesn't lay somebody off. $71 billion. That means total government spending on federal programs alone is $200 billion. Here's the catch. Morneau says the wage subsidy, and he said it like it's a good thing, will be available in six weeks. And he's encouraging businesses to rehire the employees they may have had to lay off. Well, why is it taking six weeks? Why? I thought, were we not under the impression that this would not take long to get? Or We were led to believe this was going to be a quick process. I mean, when this first started, the prime minister came out and he got a lot of credit for it. He said, we're going to um, give everybody this COVID benefit so that you don't have to go to work, so you can stay home and isolate and distance and yada, yada, yada. It'll be about two grand a month. Okay, great. So people started signing up for it when it was through the EI program. Then they changed it. They created just the COVID benefit. So they got it out of the EI system, new program that they're going to administer through the CRA. That one you can't even sign up for until April the 6th, and it could take up to two weeks before you see your money. So no wonder everybody's broke and wondering where's their cash. I mean, it's only a matter of time before people start stealing and looting shit because mm-hmm. they're getting desperate. I see that coming too. Yeah, I but worry about that too. Then Morneau, originally he said, okay, businesses, don't lay anybody off. We'll cover 10% of those wages. Well, that wasn't nearly enough. We all knew that wasn't enough, and that's why millions of Canadians got laid off. Then they upped it, 75%. Okay, you know what? There's some really good employers out there who will personally take that loss on the 25%, let the government subsidize the other 75%. They'll keep their employees on even if they don't have a lot to do. Well, they dragged that out for about five days, getting all kinds of credit for it, only to announce six weeks. It'll be six weeks. Is it retroactive to a certain date, at least, so that six weeks from now, boom, you're going to get six weeks worth uh, plus? So it can go back, as I'm led to believe, as far as March 15th. But it won't go back as far as March 15th if you've laid them off. It'll be only from the time that they've been rehired. Hmm. Well, newsflash, dipshit, they've already laid everybody off. Everybody's <laughs> gone. They've already been sent home. And then those people are going to try and dip into the COVID fund. So you're going to have people pulling from two different programs. Nobody knows what the hell is going on. And the government, Trudeau and Morneau, both standing there doing their best acting they can, like they're in a fucking Shakespeare play. Don't try and rip us off. If you think you can game the system, think again. Well, a lot of people are going to game the system. Just so you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are going to do it. And you'd think that if you guys are taking six weeks to roll this out, you would have made it bulletproof so that nobody can game the system. We've got some pretty bright minds in this country. I don't understand how you think uh, that everybody's going to game the system Six weeks from now, because you should have it all locked down by then. Mm-hmm. That would be the simple solution here. I do think, though, that anybody who does rip it off, uh, just just screw them. 
screw them as hard as you can. Send the full extent of the law after them because, no, you can't take advantage of the taxpayers at a time like this. But let's spread it out a little bit here. The government also needs to wear some of this. Some of these layoffs are on them because this got dragged out as long as it did. It's stupid that we have to wait six weeks. Send the money now. Ask questions later. And anybody who did take advantage of it, boom, jail. Mm -hmm. If you're an executive in a company, even if you're incorporated, if you're an executive in a company that took advantage of this system, you're going to jail. You will do time because of this. There's a lot of people in jail that probably shouldn't be anyway, so or nonviolent that are in jail. So let's just put jail full of white-collar criminals who tried to take advantage of the taxpayers in this. Um, projections. I want to talk about that quickly. Why is it that the government will not release projections? In the U.S., they give you projections every day. If we start now, here's how many people will die. If we don't do these measures, this is how many people will die. To this day, the government, all levels, provincial, federal, even municipal, no one will give us a projection. Why? Well, here's a theory that I read online this morning, and I'll give Melissa credit. Melissa Lansman, she is a commentator that does a lot of talk radio, and you see her on TV from time to time. Melissa's theory is that the reason they're not putting out projections is because it would highlight how slow we were to respond to this as a country. The projections, when you backdate them, they would have been able to tell you that had we started out with these measures back on March the 15th or the 17th or whatever, and we all knew this was coming, that this is what the death toll would be. If they put out projections now, this is what the death toll will be, and that's not good. They don't want those numbers out there. Instead, they're just going to keep screwing around with this whole, some people stay home, some people go to work, some people are going to die, some people won't, philosophy that we've been doing for days now. It's very, very, very frustrating. Wow. In any case, that, uh, as far as she can tell, is a bit of a cover-up. Grocery stores, if the, you go to a grocery store that hasn't already, uh, maybe recommend to them from a distance, all the aisles should be one way. Nobody should be passing each other at the grocery store because it's just not safe. If it's one way in the grocery store and everybody stays two meters or six feet away from the person in front of them, there's no close contact. You know what, what the problem is, though, Scott? You know what the problem is? I, I agree with that, by the way. I love that idea, but it is an idea and people have to, have to actually follow it. People are not smart. There's a lot of fucking stupid people out there. Yes, there is. They don't even, that can't even understand, even though over the intercom, when I had to do my shopping on Monday, over the intercom, every five minutes, I'd say, someone came on, uh, hey, customers, make sure that you're following all the rules, six feet apart at all times minimum, make sure you stand away from other people. If you want something that they're looking at, you stand and you wait your turn. There were people not doing that and not giving a shit or maybe not listening or I don't know what the deal is. So I feel like it's a great idea. And why not, you know, throw some, all it takes is like some masking tape, right? Masking sure. tape on the floor. People are so fucking stupid that we'd still have some issues, but it could help a little bit. So I'm okay with that. I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, it just makes too much sense. I was at Home Depot yesterday and yes, I actually was going out for what I consider essential I had to get a light bulb, a specific one, like an E24 or something like that, that works in the lamp that I have on my desk, and I can't read the news in the morning because it's really dark at 5 a.m. I can't read the news without the lamp. So I needed a new bulb. I'm standing in Home Depot. Yeah, there's people just walking by me, left, right, and center. Another guy came and stood right beside me trying to find the light bulb he needed. 
I thought yeah. to myself, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Get away from me. I was here first. You wait. When I move or move down, then you can move into this spot. Don't be right beside me. It's amazing how many people don't take this seriously. But part of the problem here is we haven't locked everybody down. And when we don't lock everybody down, not everybody gets how serious it is. Um, wireless bra sales have doubled since the lockdown began. <laughs> Way to get comfortable, ladies. Good for you. You deserve it. But that spawned a call this morning on our, mor- on our FM morning show. I don't understand why women dress themselves all up more to go out than they do to be at home with their husband, who should realistically be the person who they're trying to impress, because that's who they who loves them, who they want to keep things interesting with. And like my wife wears track pants around the house and dresses all up, does all her makeup, does her hair and everything to go out. I'm like, who are you trying to impress out there? Aren't you trying to keep me interested? So my, (laughs) it amazes me too, because his point was, you know, it'd be nice. I'm the one that she should be, you know, excited about. um, And I'm the one that she should be dressing up for, but how come she's not doing it? You, the thing is that we dress up us women I mean, for all kinds of different reasons, not necessarily because, you know, we're doing it to attract people. We're doing it for our own confidence and whatnot. So I understand a lot of people are slumming it a little bit more, putting on their track pants a little bit more and whatnot. But uh, yeah, a lot of people had something to say. They were not happy with this guy's comments. There is nothing to get dressed up for. I mean, you had a good suggestion. While we're in quarantine and it's going to be weeks more before we're out of it, You could schedule a date and that date could be as simple as let's get dressed nice. And tonight, instead of eating a bowl of pasta and sauce on the couch in front of uh, Tiger King, we're going to put on nice clothes and we're going to go sit in the dining room and Mm -hmm. make a nice dinner. Let's have a date at home. Okay, that's great. If you want to do that, I think that's romantic. I think it's sweet and I think it's clever. But every day isn't like that. And you know what? You're supposed to be comfortable because they want us to hunker down and get ready to do this long term. I don't blame them for not putting the effort in. By the way, dude, it's not all about you. Mm. She wants to be comfortable. Let her be comfortable. And newsflash, you're probably not your best either. So get over it. Yeah. Oh, there's also no shortage of beauty things that women go through on a regular basis that guys turn a blind eye to or just plain don't know about. But girls can't get their nails done right now. They can't get their brows done. They can't get their hair cut. They can't get a color. They can't get a lot of shit that is normally part of a contributing factor to making them look and feel good. None of that's getting done right now. By the by, all that shit to do, if you can do any of it from home, is also expensive and takes up a lot of time. So if you really want her to sit there in front of the mirror and use up a bunch of the beauty products that she would have used if she was going to a client meeting and instead use it on you... Uh, Again, I'm okay with doing that once as like a special let's have a dinner like that. Like you said, that was my suggestion this morning. Okay. Why don't you ask her out on a date? Why don't you make her feel sexy? And maybe she will do that for you. Because what have you actually said? What have you done? What have you put in? What effort have you gone through? What are you wearing right now, dude? Is what I wanted to know. Thank you. Yeah, and are you shaving your nuts? Are you doing all the (laughs) manscaping too? Because all that factors into it as well, doesn't it? Um, Oh, quickly here. One last thing I want to mention, and then we'll wrap it up, is 
the mortgage rates. So everybody knows that the Bank of Canada has slashed interest rates to the lowest they've been in God knows how long. We're at a quarter of 1%. Yet the banks are raising interest rates. I asked for someone this morning to explain to me why that is. The best I can tell, I got a couple of explanations explaining that the banks are greedy. Uh, There's other people that feel the banks are nervous. Mm. I don't give a flying shit if they're nervous. This is another Who's thing. nervous? That, Wait, the fucking banks? How about the people who make fucking mortgages are nervous right now? How about thank that? You. Thank you. So listen, Morneau, uh, when you're done screwing up this other thing here, so if you really can't get that done for six weeks, maybe you have a chat with your buddies at the banks there and tell them, listen, you're going to end up in one hell of a mess when this is over with because people are going to be six months behind on their bills. They are going to have credit issues like you wouldn't believe. So many people are dipping into credit cards and lines of credit. It's going to be a totally insurmountable debt. And the first thing that's going to happen is there's going to be a flood of houses on the market. If you want to avoid that now, you better start playing ball with the people who are in the market and with the people who want to continue being in the market and they better lower those damn interest rates on mortgages we better start seeing the savings that the fed is giving to the banks better start happening soon and if you have to pump a shit ton of money into cmhc or some other fucking program that you guys pull out of your ass i don't care but either way interest rates need to start going down now on mortgages as well all right, that's all I've got. Preach. Okay, thanks so much, guys, uh, for checking out the podcast. We will try to do it as we can, and a few times a week at least. Uh, just the reality of it is, Scott is obviously at home. I'm here at the studio, but I was told, yeah, you guys can do a quick podcast, but you got to get the hell out. They don't want me lingering around here, and I don't want to be lingering around here, to be quite honest with you. But we're going to continue to do this as long as we possibly can, and we appreciate all your messages. You can slide into our DMs if you wish. Uh, Scott Fox on air on Instagram and Cat on air. Cat with a K, and we'll uh, read some of those DMs coming up in uh, the next podcast.